Last left off with the party overlooking the estate of the Moors getting ready to leave, um, seeing the bandits have already moved in towards town. I assume everybody's on their horses or on their horse buddies. Aye. Okay. You, you didn't bring a horse, did you? No, but I can turn it into a horse. Alright, so I presume you all will be making your way in towards town. Mm-hmm. Okay. The ride down is just as easy um, and Getting closer, you can hear the sounds of pitched combat going on. As you reach towards the bottom of the cliffs, the your group is stopped by a group of other mounted riders. They're looking at, over at you um, with some suspicion. Do I recognize them or what they're wearing? They're all geared for combat. You don't recognize them as guards, um, and they do not look friendly. Where are you guys coming from? You see the space behind us? There. Where are you from? He points behind him. Great. So, now we've got the pointless questions out of the way. Are you with the bandits? Uh, we don't really like that word. So yes, then. Yeah, I guess. Two of them draw their lances, or raise them, I suppose. Uh, one drawing a blade, pointing it in your direction. I'm sure that you all will be real helpful with uh, helping finance this little venture. Enough's going to put one hand either side of her and ready a fireball in it. Her eyes are going to go red and the ground underneath the horses is going to start shaking. I'm sure you won't mind speaking to us a little more civilly than that. Your trick causes the horses that the bandits are riding to try and move around uh, unsteadily. Um, although they all gain regain control of them and you know reposition themselves in front of you. All right. Yeah, we heard about uh, you. Oh, I'm sure it was very flattering. Now, tell me why exactly this travesty of a town is of interest to you, would you? People alive here, which means there's money. Or at least things to take. See, I told you there was just a bunch of dicks. Oh. Yep. I was... I had really set my hopes on something above a company of morons. The ground is literally rotting in this town. The only reason people are here is because they are too stupid to leave. Or in my case, just stuck here. Do you have a leader we can speak to to sort this all out? I don't particularly want to have to put any more fires out. And he, or she, or they, I don't know, I don't care, does not want to invest more money than they have already wasted on this debacle of a place. Alright. Well, I'll tell you what. I've got some jewelry here, and he yanks on some manacles that are uh, attached to his horse. Let's say I give you these, you put them on, and then I'll think about taking you to the boss. Litonk gets off the horse, walks up, and holds his hands out as if to accept the shackles. As an aside, is heat metal a cantrip? No, it's a level two spell. And I'm a horse. I was just thinking it'd really annoy him if he just put his shackles on and you just melt. Oh, look at that. See, you guys have a smart one. And I heard that you were the dumb one. He He's going to dismount his horse and unclip uh, a set of the manacles to put them on you. So he's off his horse? Yeah. Yeah, that was dumb, wasn't it? Um, hmm. Hadn't thought this far ahead. <laughs> Roll dexterity to do a cool flip and throw him on the floor. Hmm. 
Well, the next area for him to end up in his own manacles. Lick his fucking horse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the tongue is going to try. The tongue is going to try jumping onto his horse and okay. st- stealing it. Okay. Uh, you want an acrobatics check? Yeah, you you want to flip on like front flip onto the horse? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Why not? Twenty six. Okay. So as the bandit goes to clap your wrists into the manacles, you use the leverage of his the of his hands holding the manacles to push down and do a front flip over the man and land gracefully on top of the horse. What the? Get get down from there. <laughs> Uh, Lieutenant's gonna go, yeah, and then sort of like, okay, run that's, the fuck away. That's handle animal. Oh fuck! Oh fuck! Thirteen. So your general command is enough for the horse to know what it should be doing, but it's it it kind of stops, looks at the guy, and it's like starts off for about ten feet, but then kind of trots to a stop, realizing that it's not carrying the rider. Um. The rider growls in annoyance, draws his blade, and says, All right, guess we're going to do this the hard way. Roll for initiative? Yes. Yeah. Nine. Eight. Seventeen. Nice. Okay. Tonk gets off the horse, approaches the guy, nicks his horse, and then doesn't expect combat. <laughs> wow. <coughs> Jane, would you roll for Daco as well? Nine. Okay. Second. All right, Trees, you're going to be up first. Uh, still in your horse form. Okay, how near me are they? Um, they're about 15 feet from you. Latonk is only 5 feet away. Only 15 feet, bugger. Yes. Okay. Um, I'm gonna run up and kick him in the head. The nearest one. Okay, the ones who are mounted are nearer to you, one who is not. Then I am going to kick somebody off a horse. Okay. As I am at all a horse. You are. 20. Nice. That is a surefire body blow. Roll for damage. 13. Nice. Your horse kick um, sends the armored bandit flying. Uh, he crumples into a heap on the ground, um, the horse being thoroughly spooked and scattering. Um, he's going to scramble to his feet. With the lance, uh, he has enough range on you despite being knocked back. And it's going to take a stab in your direction. Uh, what is your armor class? 14. This will hit. Stabbing Rude. you in the side of, this, your, of your horsey flank. You will be taking uh, six points of damage. The mounted lance-wielding uh, bandit is going to stab at Latong. Uh What is your armor class? 16. Nice. So you sense the stab coming, and instead he just jabs at the air with his spear. Uh, now it is the doggo's turn. 17. Uh, what's doggo doing? Attacking whoever. Uh, the one that just uh, shanked me. Okay. Doggo comes bounding over and bites him squarely in the leg. Um, his fangs dig into the side of his leg, but you don't notice him reacting. Armor's too thick for dog bites. Damn it. Um, the unmounted knight, the one who had uh, his horse stolen, draws from his hip a hand crossbow. Uh, pointing it in your direction, he makes a last-minute switch and fires it into the air, um, a bright red light glowing as it reaches the peak of its height. 
He will ready his blade and end his turn, bringing us to enough. Your turn on, you've got someone with bass. Is that bass is in the instrument? No, I named them. <coughs> I forget, didn't realize you could see that. God damn it. I, I, well, was... I assume I'd be able to see what weapons people were holding anywhere. No. Well, I named... like he was called Lance because he had a Lance. He was called Bass because he had a Bass. And he was called Jack because he had a Jack. Because he had Jack shit because you'd nicked his ass. <laughs> <laughs> I just gave them names. And the first one I went with Lance because he was having his a Lance. And the immediate thing that follows Lance is Bass. Like the singer from NSYNC. I wouldn't know the names of anyone in NSYNC. That's a very young reference from us. <laughs> um, are there any apparent casters? No. Okay. Enough is going to try and get as close as she can to the one she was talking to. Uh-huh. And she's going to use her poison spray cantrip, but instead of taking advantage of the ten-foot spread, is just going to clap a hand over his mouth and just try and choke him with it. <laughs> okay. Um, yes. So he will... Because you're trying to spray the poison all directly in his mouth, he's going to have the opportunity to try and fight you off. Uh, make an opposing strength roll. Crit! 19. Okay. So normally you are not nearly as hand-to-hand melee efficient, um, but something about this guy just rubs you the wrong way. Enough, you push past the lance-mounted rider and just clap your hand right over um, the bandit's mouth before he has the chance to react and you spray poison all directly into his mouth and face. Face mouth. Roll for damage. You can add two. Sixteen. Nice. So spraying the poison directly into this guy's mouth, you see his eyes roll into the back of his head. Uh, His sword drops to the ground with a clatter and he just collapses. Let's honk, it's your turn. So... There's still one guy who hasn't really been engaged, is the one of the riders. Yes. Uh, I'm gonna try doing. I'm gonna try leaping off my stolen horse onto his horse to try and get him off it. How will you try and leap on to the other horse to get him off it? I mean, get close enough, like and, uh, acrobatically. Yeah, get close, do an acrobatic, and then yeah, okay. it's gonna yeah, it's gonna be a drop kick. It's gonna okay. Make a roll for it, an attack roll. Fucking botched. It's an eight. It's yes. a one plus seven. <laughs> it's a natural one. All right. So, uh, I will allow you to pick. You're uh, you're a you're a halfling. I am a halfling. I'm a fucking halfling. Uh, fuck you, Nick. Right. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> fucking. All right. Settle down. Fourteen. Okay. And you've pissed off the DM now, so you're getting nothing. <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna accidentally drop kick yourself off the rest of the. Aren't cliff. allowed to do this. <laughs> so you take a a standing jump and trying to knock this guy off. You feel your feet plant into him, but this one you feel like you're not able to do it. Uh, you don't. <laughs> you remember as you fall to the ground that some people do have like locked saddles. Latonk, this is what you tell yourself is the reason for your failure. It makes sense. <laughs> This guy's probably strapped himself into a saddle like a nerd. (laughs) (laughs) You do not manage to knock him off, and you are now prone on the ground. Thomas, seeing your plight, will throw an axe. Um, This will not hit, but it will sunder the tip of this guy's spear. Taking one of his small axes from his belt, Thomas throws it 
at the knight that you tried to just drop kick. Um, it's going to break the, uh, the shaft of the spear, causing him to drop the weapon and draw his blade instead. Uh, Trees, we're going to come back to you. Okay, Trees is going to turn back to Furbolg mode. Okay. And just bash whoever's looking weakest right now. Uh, that would be the one that you had uh, that had stabbed you and you'd kicked off the horse. Go ahead and make an attack roll for me. Seven. All right. Uh, raising your staff, you bring it down squarely across the back of this guy. Um, his armor helping him shrug it off. You can definitely tell he's not used to wearing this kind of armor because he just absorbed the blow, but he doesn't look to have been hurt from it. Um, which brings us to his turn. Um, he's clearly daunted by the fact that he's seen you transform from a horse to Furbolg. Um, and Bloody will right. continue to stab at you. This time, though, you're able to sidestep the blow, kind of catching the spear between uh, over your shoulder. I blow Raspberry High. <laughs> you, you can't see his face because it's covered by a helmet, but you hear a back. <laughs> oh, it's on. Um, the other mounted rider will now try and trample Latonk. This will land. Latonk, you don't hear anything for a moment, except a loud whinny, and then realize just a hair too late of what's happening. You feel the hooves like come down on you, and just kind of kick you as you're lying on the ground. Uh, this is seven points of damage. Okay. Uh, now it is the doggo's turn. Eighteen. Nice. Attacking the same one that you were? Yes. Okay. Uh, this time... Thoroughly distracted, Doggo will bite at the thigh. Um, this causes the spear-wielding bandit to flinch, drop his spear, and then just like start punching at Doggo. Don't you hurt my bloody Doggo! Uh, enough, it is your turn. Enough is going to cast Hideous Laughter. Um, which one of the two that's left looks more threatening? Um, the one trying to trample a tonk to death seems more sturdy. Okay. Um, he's going to have to make a wisdom saving throw against 15. That is a failure. He's fallen prone, incapacitated and can't stand up for the duration. At the end of every turn, or every time they take damage, they can try again against that spell DC. Okay. So, while this guy is trampling the tonk, he just starts giggling, which breaks into full-blown laughter. Um, he's clutching at his sides and utterly fails to keep hold of the reins, falling left to the side and onto the ground as the horse just, like, stops stepping on the tonk. Uh, does he take damage for the fall? Um, yeah, he'll take... He gets a serve every time he gets damaged is... I see. Nothing. No, he's well-armored enough and he'd be <laughs> used to it, so no. Uh, but it is Latonk's turn. So we've got one guy on the floor laughing... And we've got another guy still hitting trees. The dog, but yes. Okay. Um, I have to use an action to stand up there. Yes. Oh, God. Right, I'm going to stand up. And then that's the end of my turn, I guess. Thomas will throw another axe um, at the now prone laughing guard or guard bandit. Uh, this will hit and nick him in the leg. Narrowly, I want to add, uh, avoiding you, Latonk. Oh, and because he's 
taking damage. He's going to get to try and break out of the laughter. And he will. He will. So taking the small axe to his thigh, the man stops laughing to scream in pain and clutch at his thigh. I'm helping, Thomas says. <laughs> yes, you are, love. It's Tree's turn now. Right. She's going to cast Shillelagh as bonus action. Okay. So I can now use my wisdom modifier to fuck people up. 17. Very nice. That will be a hit. 11. Nice. Damage. Drawing upon the latent magical energies um, to help you, you raise your quarterstaff again, imparting it with the power of your spell. Um, you see the bandit tense up again, uh, waiting for the hit, only this time it hits like a truck and uh, causes the guy to collapse, Doggo continuing to yank at uh, the guy's leg as he falls unconscious. Nice. So the remaining bandit will scramble to his feet, assess the odds, but still draw his blade. Uh, there's no one near enough for him to attack right now, so then it will be Doggo's turn. Doggo's going to go for a bite and 11. All right, so similar to last time, uh, his teeth just can't get through the armor that these guys are wearing. Uh, he's going to jump at this man, bite into his leg again, uh, but it's he's going to ignore it. That brings us to enough's turn. How close am I to this guy? Uh, he's another 10 feet from you. Before she goes to make an attack, enough's just going to do the best psycho demon face she can. Okay. Light her hands up with electricity and ask the bandit dead on. Are you sure you wouldn't rather surrender? Uh, make an intimidate roll. 22, not natch. Nice. Yeah, so your display definitely causes this guy some concern. He's going to look back and forth between his dead friends and behind him uh, and throw his sword down and try and run. A witch bolt is going to follow him. Okay. That's got a range of 20 and is lightning damage. Uh, roll for me. 12. Nice. Nice. Okay. The witch bolt flies through the air as he's sprinting and it causes him to kind of crumple to the ground. Uh, Doggo releases his leg and just trots back helpfully towards you guys. What's fun about this spell is it's a concentration of up to a minute. Yeah, I remember witch bolt. It's a good spell. Doggo wa uh, trots happily back over to trees. Good doggo. All right. Enough's just going to keep the lightning bolt up with a slightly psychopathic grin on her face. <laughs> Alright. Um, at this point, Thomas has also dismounted and kind of walks over to you, just watching you continue to fry the now-prone um, bandit. Is he dead? Not yet. Do you think he's done trying to run? Yeah, you tell him to run. I, I told him to surrender, not to run back to his friends to get reinforcements. Do you understand the subtlety there, Bandit? He's not responding. Enough's gonna laugh. Okay. Uh, that's cool. Should we be worried about that? He points upwards. Um, the bolt that was fired in the air is, is burning brightly with a red light. I mean, we should probably get out from under it, as it is probably some kind of signal flare. Um, Enough's gonna go over to the Bandit on the floor. Is he showing any signs of life or consciousness? He is not. Bastard, I had questions. So, should we leave, or...? I'm up for leaving. Moving on. Well, depending on who that signal is for, perhaps the person we want might be coming to us. In which case, may I suggest we perhaps 
get out of sight and wait for them to arrive and perhaps try and ambush them when they do arrive. I can get behind that idea. Latonk? Uh, not really my style, but okay. Can I do a perception check for what's going on with the rest of the town? Yeah. I've got a botch. Does, does enough need glasses? Probably. This is two episodes worth of not getting above a three on that. You can, I mean, maybe turning your eyes colours is not super good for your eyesight. <laughs> Everything's just red constantly. Yeah. Yeah, you look over at the town and you just see the town. There's a town over there. Uh, having been alerted to the presence of the town, Teresa's going to have a... <laughs> <laughs> per se, a perceive, I guess, uh, with guidance. 21, not nice. natural. Um, taking extra care to kind of follow enoughs pointing out of the town, you do see a large number of crocodiles... Oh, the crocos are here. That's nice. So, how do you want to set up your ambush? I will put pieces of cured meat over the nearest piece of plant life. What? It's a ambush. Ah. <laughs> I don't know who I'm more disappointed in. <laughs> what's What's the area we're standing in like? So you're on the path towards the Moors estate. Um, so there is like a rough hewn dirt path. Uh-huh. Um, there's Any trees. Color? Uh, yeah, I the, know I'm there. The uh, ground is like pretty soft, um, brown dirt. There is some vegetation off to your right, away from the town and the cliffside. And then, I mean, as far as other notable things, you're seeing the bodies of all the people that you just fought and killed, and the horses just you know standing around. Um, as far as sizing on any of the armor goes, uh-huh. does any of it look like it'll fit any of us? Um, it's three averaged medium-sized build people, so I'm going to say well, no. We do not fit that demographic. <laughs> Maybe if we stack the dog on top of the tonk, but otherwise we are not coming up with those proportions. Now if the dog wants to ride the tonk. <laughs> Eyebrow waggle. I'm okay with that. Oh. There's, there's still a flare in the air, isn't there? Yes. Yeah. Is but... it less than 120 feet up? Yes. How how high is it? Uh, If you had to guess, it'd be about 100 feet in the air. I can hit that. I mean, yeah, if somebody not Latonk had to guess. While everyone's just sort of looking around, Enough's going to cast a firebolt at the flare to knock it down. Okay. Hoping to burn it out. Yeah, the... Firebolt hits the flare easily. It causes it to burn brighter and hotter for a few seconds, and then it just fizzles out. Ooh. Ah. It's like fireworks. As it lands, um, she's going to try and pick it up by the least hot-looking bit. Okay. Um, jab a stick through it. Present the stick to the dog. Could you go put that a little bit away from us? Away? She's going to look at trees. Make your dog put it somewhere they'll look for it and not us. Cheese is going to point to like a random tree about 150 yards away and tell Doggo to go that way. Okay. Good Doggo. And then leave? And then come back here. Ah. Le- leave, the, leave the flare stick though. Okay. Enough's going to go and sit in the bushes and start flicking through a spell book. What time of day is it? It is uh, morning. What's the weather like? It's not too dark. It's spring morning, so it's not too dark, um, but it's also not super bright, not clear. 
Not writing him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Teresa's going to find the chonkiest tree to try and get behind. And she's really sucking her gut in. <laughs> Trees, can I borrow that spear? Which one? The fly spear. You going to give it back? Yeah. Uh, Want to roll insight? <laughs> <laughs> 25, not natural. And I'm guessing that works. Yep. <laughs> Where are you telling the truth? Yeah. All right, fair enough. He's going to stand in the middle of the bodies and then fly about 40 feet directly up. Okay. And then where? You're just waiting in the sky? Yeah. Okay. Enough's going to look up, raise an eyebrow, decide better of it. Go back to reading a spell book until they get you. Okay, so you're waiting in the bush. Latonga's waiting in the air. What's Where is Trees waiting? As I said, Trees is behind a tree, sucking a gut in to try and try and make herself as thin as possible behind that tree. Okay, with Doggo? Yeah. Okay. So, the four of you hiding, uh, Thomas will go and follow suit, try and hide in the bushes. He's going to have to lay down. Although you notice that with time and effort and energy, he blends in pretty well. Before too long, uh, a group of five armored riders ride in this direction. One of them being a uh, red-haired um, woman, also in armor, though. What do they do? Um, she seems to be directing the four others, um, pointing in different directions, and then two towards the manor and, like, points them to go. The woman dismounts and begins walking around. You do notice that um, <clears throat> she's she seems to be an elf and a dark-skinned elf at that. Trow. Okay. Is she getting anywhere near me? No. Is anyone getting near anyone? Um, they're far below. I mean, relatively, they're far below you. Actually, you're you're just f- hovering above, right? Yeah. So I mean. I'm not high enough to hide in a cloud or anything like that. You are not, because it only takes, like, as the woman is walking around, she just kind of pauses, looks upwards slowly, and just sees you floating up there. The thing is, you don't realize that she sees you floating. Dramatic irony. Yeah, I guess I just wait. Alright, you see uh, the female drow draw a heavy crossbow, and just slowly and quietly start to wind it. Trees, if she can see this, is gonna just charge her. Okay. Uh, okay. I assume I can get to her in time. I want to do a perception that if I heard that crossbow or not as well. Okay. 19. Nice. Yes. The sound of the of the crossbow loading... And then the steady rhythmic gear grinding of the winch tells you that a crossbow is being loaded beneath you. Okay, cool. I I didn't want to step on whatever Trees was doing, but I do have a plan. (laughs) But hurry up, Trees is charging out from behind a tree. I think Trees' whole plan is just a rugby tackle. Yeah, but... No, because if I fail, then Trees will cover. Cool. Latunk wants to throw the spear at her. The the bandit woman. Okay. You said I was going to get that back. Well, you can get it out of a corpse. Um, so yeah, do you want me to do any check or just an attack? Um, 
make an attack roll. Seven. Nice. What kind of attack were you going to be doing? A spear thrown, a javelin, I guess. Attack. Okay. I mean, in the in the direction of the. Uh, so I, I mean, you're not stabbing. You're just going to throw the javelin spear. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Taking the spear, you earball it. Earball to the best of your ability. You see Latonk throw the spear downwards, um, but you don't hear the sound of it connecting with anything. The only thing that was holding him up. Yep. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. I'm charging towards that person. Am I going to get any bonus? Because surely she would have been distracted by the spear falling. Yes. Okay. Right. 18 or 20. Take your pick. And I'm just going to bring up my spear straight under her chin. Okay. For eight damage. So your tackle uh, quickly brings this drow woman to the ground. Um, You hear her, like, groan in pain as you bring the spear up towards her to, you know, attack and threaten her. She raises her hands, like, as if in surrender. I yield. What the bloody hell are you lot doing here? It is just business. What business? Our business. Nope, now it's my business. I want to stick my, uh... I want to stick my staff under her chin and just start pushing down. Okay. On her windpipe. Alright. Ah, 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 ah. Okay, okay. We we were contracted to... For? We were told to attack this town. Who for? We were given a letter. From whom? Don't know. Have you got this letter? Yes, just here. She kind of pats on her chest. Okay, I'm going to reach in and grab that. I... While still holding... I, I, uh, my... I can get it. I would rather you not. No, we can't. And as she tries to move, I'm going to basically start pushing down with oh. my... Uh, my... Quarter staff. Okay. She does, but as you push down on it, she winces and stops moving. Um, has the song hit the ground yet? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, as, as you, Latonk, as you feel kind of triumphant hearing that Trees has tackled this mysterious assailant to you, uh, you realize you're descending at first slowly. But then panic hits you, realizing what's going on, and then you start falling. Make an acrobatic check for me. I don't have to. Ah. Because I have, I have slow fall as a monk. Don't so I can be, use my reaction. Don't you, don't you have to be near something for slow fall to work? Surely, by definition, you can't be near anything for slow fall to, fall to work. You could be near a wall or a cliff or something. Yeah. Yeah, it could be. Doesn't specify that. <laughs> Bamboozled again, yeah. You're correct. Okay, so a- as you start to fall, um, you manage to catch hold. You, you, your monk training and instincts kick in, and you do manage to angle yourself to slow your fall from wind resistance, despite not being that high. <laughs> and you take a quick little tumble and land on your feet. You plant your feet and do like a little, ha. Ah. That's exactly how I imagined it, yeah. You hear no reaction but a small, soft clapping from uh, Thomas. Who's <laughs> still in the bush, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Thomas says, hush, you meant to be hidden. <laughs> okay. Do you need any help, Trees? Yeah, if you could grab something out of this one's pocket. I'm going to sort of grab his hand and shove it in the direction of him. <laughs> okay. Wow. Just around here. I mean... 
Do you want me to roll to yes. see what I grab? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not that little thing. In the, in the pocket. Oh, that's a five. Okay, little, fine. I, I, I'll do it myself. Just don't grope our prisoner. The Tonk, having pushing the blind man towards the drow prisoner, he just starts kind of grabbing randomly. And after like three failed grabs, you hear her squeal, and then Latonk backs off. So, sorry about that. I'll just grab that myself. I oh for fuck's sake! <laughs> you make soft apologies, and she acquiesces, and then you start groping her. <laughs> Causing her to squeal again. I, I, oh, just fine. You get it. You just hear a book slam shut, and enough comes walking over. Well, no love. Nice of you to show up. I did not believe that you would need me to help you understand a pocket. And she's just going to reach down and grab the note out of a pocket. Okay. This is a high-stress situation, Dev. Don't you want to roll for that? <laughs> I am already highly stressed. There's a big mood. The parchment that comes out is very familiar. It is exactly the stationery that all of you received a letter from. I fucking knew it! Sorry. Please continue. <laughs> Can enough roll a perception? Sure. 18. What are you trying to perceive? It's the same paper. Is it the same madman that wrote uh-huh. it? Has it been changed in any way? Someone tampered with it? Okay. The scrawl, unlike before, is even measured and the words are all coherent. It's straightforward and very succinct. It gives the location of the town and a large, large fee. In there gold is absolutely is no way William was sane enough to write this. Look at it. Harvey. What was the last thing we asked Harvey to do? We left him with Joseph to pay the Adventurers Guild to get rid of the bandits that we've just discovered he ordered. There's two riders, was it, running up the hill? We should probably head back up there. Probably. It's a trap! <laughs> um. Oh, shit. And can I get my... Oh. What are we going to do with this one? Tie it up? She needs to go back to... Whoever's commanding these this rabble, <clears throat> she needs to go back to whoever's commanding this rabble and inform them the only way that they're getting this gold is if they come to the castle. Think you can follow that, love? Yeah, yeah, I can do that. Because you've been summoned up here by a bloody madman with deep pockets. Look, I that I really don't care. Great. Right now, fuck off. All right, if you let her up, she's going to scramble to her feet and just start running. Yeah, that's fine. Right, we better get fucking going. I had it with those two. Specifically Harvey. William's always seemed very nice. Great taste in chairs. Hang on, I remember something. The crocodiles in the town, Sir Ariadne, is probably in the town as well. Right. Didn't we want Ariadne to look at the waters? What are you proposing? I had it in mind that we would deal with the bandits, then return to the moors and sort out the waters of life. Now it seems like the only thing we need to do is sort out the waters of life. Whether that's by killing them both, 
and taking Ariadne to the waters, or whether they want to cooperate, that's fine as well. But if we do need to take Ariadne to the waters of life, then we need Ariadne. Could we send Thomas? I could I could fetch her. Trace. She reckon you could get her. Trace, could you just cast Detect Magic on this? I assume we're far enough away, and she's going to hold out the vial of water. Detect Magic. Yep, i do that. Okay. Um, there is definitely a heavy divine aura coming from this water. That is some proper fancy water. Like God tier. I am in awe of your eloquence. Thank you, dear. Thomas, take this to Ariadne and tell her that we would appreciate it if she would join us at the Mars to perhaps give us her opinion on the rest of it. All right. He will gingerly take the vial between his large hands. Shall I go now? Yes, please. Probably best. And we'll get back up the mansion. Manor. Uh, where's Trees of Sphere? Yep, I need that. Uh, it's it's just, like, facing into the ground right now. I'm gonna grab that. You are not borrowing this again, alright? Throw my stuff around. It's a spear, it's what it's there for. She, she's just gonna be muttering, like, right, my dog, throw the bloody spear. <laughs> alright. Thomas will head off in the same direction. He kind of looks back at, at you guys, gives a cheery wave, and tucks <laughs> the uh, the little vial into one of his pockets on his uh, axe-holding belt. He's a good lad. To the moors. Do we take the stairs or the escalator? Uh, it'd be the stairs or the lift, wouldn't it? What is an escalator but magic stairs? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, do we take the stairs or the lift? Although the town's on fire, we probably shouldn't use the lift. I was more thinking there's two riders ahead of us. If we start riding, we're behind them. If we fly up, then spare some time, I guess? Which Yeah, which mode of transport is faster? Which would be fast? Uh, flying would be faster. Right. Flying it is, then. Okay. I'm going to grab Doggo. I'll grab a panhandle. Okay. Then the four of you latch on to trees. Trees gesturing her spear into the night sky and flying up and away. I can show you the world. <laughs> Some of it is on fire. <laughs> Landing at the gates of the moors, you find the two horses that were sent off in this direction uh, abandoned. Looks like they got out a bit early. Uh, are there any interesting windows that we can peek through on the way on our descent? Your descent down, you do, like, you are able to see the exterior of the estate. Um, looking in, you can't quite see anything. You do appreciate, you have a better grasp for the just massiveness of this manor. Uh, it's three, three stories. Uh, the top windows all kind of boarded and closed and obscured. Fancy. You do hear the sounds of combat coming from the inside. We should probably go and look and find out what that was. So inside, um, you see the two riders fighting with Joseph. Joseph, who is still not drawn his blade, just kind of ducking and weaving between the lance stabs and uh, dagger swipes. He seems to kind of just be talking at them. So... Hey, Joe, how's it going? Oh, hey, look, my friends are here. And he points over at you guys, weaving out of the way of another spear thrust. 
as they turn around to look at us, both faces catch fire. <laughs> You're just going to start setting, people, setting their face on fire. I don't have two firebolts, so I can't set two faces on fire, let's be honest. Trump to roll damage for that? Yeah, I mean, you're going to catch them flat-footed. They weren't expecting you. A seven and an eleven. All right. So look, them looking back at you is enough for you to cast your firebolt. Um, they both flinch, dropping the weapons that they're holding, and just start patting at their face. Joseph also kind of winces, and he uh, looks across the manor at you uh, enough. Uh, I, I, I had him. You didn't need to do that. Perhaps I just wanted to feel included. And she's going to use Thaumaturgy to up the flames on their faces and start making them twinkle in a rainbow. Because <laughs> she's just being vindictive at this point. So, Well, that's pretty. The ramp up in heat causes them both to... Both of them who were, like, shouting in pain, now they start screaming. Joseph is like, oh, I'm not having any of this, and just drops the both of them with a quick punch. Enough snaps of fingers and it goes out. Alright. He kind of shakes his wrist and then walks towards you. Okay. Uh, we sent the word off to the Nexus. They should be sending some people here soon. You guys are back fast. Yeah, it turns out Harvey's the one that called caused all these bandits to turn up. What? Harvey's the one behind all of this distraction. I'm just going to call out for William. The tonk's going to ask Joe where Harvey and William are. William was really upset. He went upstairs. Harvey and I just finished talking. I, You're not making any sense. Why would he do that? Very good question. Uh, do you want to read this? And we'll get upstairs and see if we can find him. You're gonna. He, he takes the note that you're offering and just kind of looks it over, frowning. I, I don't. He's scratching at his head, uh, still confused. I would assume that the rest of you will all push past him then. The tonk's okay. gonna give him the letter that he received, uh -huh. like at the start, just sort of say, "This is the letter we also got before you turned up," sort of thing. Okay. See the similarities and differences there. Yeah. Excellent. I'm hoping the lords will too. And enough's just going to take both of them. Well, I, I'm going to come with you. I, I don't understand, but I feel like I need to. Good. Let's go. All right. So ascending the steps, the second floor you haven't really been on. The stonework of the upstairs is a little more grand, decorative, and you can see Harvey's influences have definitely come back. There are a mix of just paintings and you know nice decoration in addition to just kind of eclectic or strange furniture placed incorrectly uh, a framed canvas drawing of just a single line also hanging backwards Petty modern joseph leads you to the end of the hall opening the door to find harvey just kind of at a desk scribbling he looks up with a confused expression but then sees the group of you and stands what's going on why, why are you back here you know about the letters enough's going to cast detect thoughts while he's paying attention to trees instead okay uh what do you mean letters what floats to the top of his surface thoughts he's confused show him enough shows him it he'll take the letters and just kind of furrow his brow i i, I this one i i get what what the hell is this you did this. 
I did what? I told them to attack this town, this place? What's the tech thoughts given me? He's indignant. Is it familiar to him at all? No. Okay, I want to roll insight with guidance. Okay. 20, not natural. What are you What are you trying to glean insight? I want to know who's telling the truth. You think so? He seems genuinely upset and confused. Latonk is going to... You said he was writing yeah. when we entered. Latonk is going to try and get a piece of the paper he was writing on. Stealthily? Um, no. <laughs> okay. Uh, while he's pouring over it, Latonk, you just kind of toddle over to his desk and just snatch a piece of paper. <laughs> um, is it the same? Is it the same parchment paper as the letters? It feels the same, but most paper feels the same to you. Do you want a hand, there, Latonk? Uh, what's that like? Sort of. Does this paper feel right to you? I will take the paper from Natal. Okay. The paper is a similar contract. It is on the same sort of parchment, um, w- bearing the crest of the house. But it's it seems to be a contract with the Adventurer's Nexus. How that handwriting do that? Uh, it is neat. You couldn't say necessarily that it's identical to the writing from the letter from the bandits. But it's not entirely dissimilar either. So we've got two options here. Either you're lying to us, which at this point I'm not entirely sure is that likely, or there's more to William than has met the eye thus far. I told you, he he's a fool, and he's destroyed himself, his own mind, but he's not a bad person. You only need a piece of someone to bring him back from the dead, right? Technically, yeah. Okay, so what if you cut a piece off of someone... And then brought them back from the dead. But they weren't actually dead. What would that result in? I don't know. You're not... As far as I know, you're not supposed to do that. Supposed to. Right. We know the waters of life have been defiled. They don't work no more, right? Right. Oh my goodness. What if there's another William somewhere who's got more brain? Who's made of more William? Who the water does work for? Or would work for? He said there might be another of him on another plane. I thought he was just babbling. And what if it was the, say, more complete William who'd killed you and buried you in that chest that we dug out all that time ago? (laughs) I'm not sure I understand what you're saying. What if William's just the way he is because he's a husk, not a complete person, and there's... Another William somewhere who is more complete and is orchestrating all of this for some reason. You came back from a literal pile of dust with more of your senses than him. I don't think it's the amount of body in the literal sense. I think it's the amount of body as a percentage, perhaps. You're... hold on. All of your remains were used. I think his might have been scattered to the winds. You said yourself he experimented obsessively. He said that you shouldn't even have come back. Uh, I don't know. He he stands and kind of takes some steps back. I, I don't know what to think. Uh, Do you have some sort of family way of identifying each other or finding each other? No. I... Okay. Well, perhaps we've both been right. 
perhaps there is absolutely nothing untrustworthy about that specific William. I mean, it's just a theory. He sits down and just presses his hands together and puts them in front of his face, just like resting his nose and chin against his fingertips. Uh, I don't, I don't think I understand. I'm not sure I want to. Probably for the best. I mean, it sounds really, really fucked up. If that's what's happening, what do we do? I hadn't quite got that far with the plan yet. Can I roll insight to just have a fucking clue what to do? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yay. Fifteen. Okay. You would gather that... So, Trees, you you take a second to recollect and think about all the information that you know thus far. The waters aren't working right now. Why that is is not clear. And William, the reported authority on it, can't give you an explanation why uh you know that harvey is returned from life so that in some form or function the waters do work um but for whatever reason they're not obeying as they should and the stuff around the town is dying you think that you've got some semblance of the right direction with william not being all there and maybe not even being the right person you're not sure that killing him or getting rid of him would fix it but you do seem sure that he's not going to let you look at the waters. Would either an arcana or a history give me if Trees is right about her theory? Because it, it tracks. You can try either. If, if you're looking, if you're trying to think about if this has happened before, I would say that's history. Arcana would just be logical and magic use. 18. Using which one? Arcana. Everything that Trees is parceled together seems to fit with you the magic is not obeying as divine magic would so if there's an imbalance if there's something that's not functioning correctly you'd gather that it's on the user end so trees's theory that it's not obeying because william is not the right person makes sense to you it could even be a defense mechanism uh harvard did you know where the waters are yeah the spring is on well it's been moved to the top. I thought you said it couldn't be moved. <laughs> the house, this manor, it doesn't obey rules the same way that it does outside. I don't know how a lot of this stuff works. My brother does. The first time this house was built, the waters were on the ground, like they should be. Every time I'd come back, this place would change. It'd be different. Where they are now, on the top floor. And was this remodeling anything to do with William's experimentation? Could be honest with you, I don't remember. Do you remember what your brother looked like? Has he always definitely looked like he does now? More or less. Or are you just or are you just taking it on assumption? Because <laughs> right now I really don't know quite what to make of either of you two. The man up there looks like my brother. He's old. Right, well, we need to go and see the water right now. When you say on the floor, do you mean the ground floor? Or on the ground? On the ground. In the ground. It's where water comes from. And it's not being in contact with the ground, which is now dead. I think you may have some more remodeling to do. Could be. Well, between there being versions of him scattered across the plains suddenly not sounding quite so poetic, and the fact that he didn't have anything resembling a mind that wasn't shattered to a thousand pieces, should we... Perhaps go and see one of your brothers. Hmm. I think we are too. 
Oh, also, this note. And she's going to wave the neatly written one. Mm-hmm. Would you kindly write another, telling them that they'll do and they'll be paid? Sign it, seal it, and send it. Whatever reason those bandits are here, or whoever sent them, it will take them some time to turn them around and send them back. It's not a bad idea. Yeah, I'll do it. He's going to take his the parchment and start like etching uh, another letter, similar to the one that you showed him. Joseph, have either of those burn victims woken up yet? Uh, no. Could you perhaps give one a kick? We have a message for their boss. There's horses downstairs. Perhaps somebody could take it into town. Well, I could. I was just thinking those two were less likely to be attacked on sight. That's true. These guys are kind of slow, though. I was uh kind of messing around a little bit. I noticed. You're rather handy with those fists. Oh, <laughs> uh, I'd prefer not to kill. Not when I don't have to. How's that note come in? Harvey finishes it without another word. And, uh, goes to pour the wax to um, give it a seal. Here, hopefully this will uh, work. It was sealed with this, right? Yes, maybe keep that in your pocket for now. Alright. He'll hand the letter to Joseph. So, uh, you want me to take it in, or...? Yes. Look for a red-haired woman. Drow. Large staff mark in her windpipe. Uh... I'm not sure if she's the leader or she'll know who they are, but... Tell them their job's complete, they can go home for the day. Uh, okay. I'll go do that. He'll kind of wave the letter. Um, uh, I know this is weird, but, uh, it's been good to meet you all. Lovely. Charming. We should be going. Thank you, Joseph. I wish you a safe journey. He'll wave at each of you awkwardly and just kind of awkwardly nod at Harvey, who gives a dejected wave himself. Right then, should we be off? Yeah. I guess we'd better do some credits then. I'm Becky Tootehill and I can be found as Curiosity Epidemic on Twitter, SoundCloud and YouTube. And if you wanted to see the character sheets for anybody that we're playing as, then they can be found on curiosityepidemic.wordpress.com. James didn't want to record any credits, but you can have these two. I am Jane Eris Magnet. I can be found on Twitter and YouTube as Maniac Janiac. I can be found on SoundCloud as Jane Eris Magnet, where I do a comedy podcast uh, talking about various bits of interesting media and music and stuff, games we've played and lots of silly skits. Uh, that's Queer and Pleasant Strangers that I do with Laura Kate Dale. Also on StoneMonkeyRadio.blog where I write reviews. And I can be found every Thursday UK time around 1930 hours at, over on Twitch.tv tv slash janiac where i'll be playing something with the help of my sexy potato squad my wonderful streaming community hi this is nick uh the dungeon master for the game and you can find me on twitter twitch and stream at the nick flair and if you'd like to read some media analysis and self-reflections that i'm writing uh you can follow my blog at storieswithnick.blog thanks for listening